Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Welcome. This is episode number 300 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Wonderful Women, Part 3. I want to take a moment to acknowledge Memorial Day and all who gave their lives so that we can enjoy our freedom. For the families who are going forward without their loved ones, may our Lord protect and provide for you in every way. May you see his mighty hand in your lives. May he restore peace and joy to you and to your loved ones. Thank you. Thank you so much for your sacrifice. This month, we have been looking into the scriptures to glean inspiration from some of the women of the Bible. This week, we will look at Abigail. You can read about her in 1 Samuel chapter 25, verses 2 to 44. And I'll just highlight her story for our inspiration this week. I encourage you to go back also and listen to our previous podcast to get some inspiration. When you read 1 Samuel chapter 25, verses 2 to 44, you will learn of Nabal. Nabal was Abigail's husband. His name accurately describes his character. You see the name Nabal, it means a fool. So how was Nabal a fool in this passage? Well, first of all, he was a wealthy man. He had a thousand goats and three thousand sheep. David, fleeing the pursuit of King Saul, found him and his men in need of food and some supplies. So he tried to win support and provisions from rich farmers like Nabal by giving them assistance and protection from raiders while their servants and flocks were in the field. Now, Nabal lived in a wilderness area, so his flocks were prime targets for thieves. But again, David and his men provided the protection that Nabal needed for his flocks. At one point, David sent some of his young men to ask for a gift in return for the protection that he provided for Nabal's flocks. He did not even say how much should be given, but he made just a simple request asking Nabal for provisions to sustain him and his men in the wilderness. Now, Nabal had plenty that he could have rewarded David and his men for their services. However, with utter contempt, he refused to do so, and he even insulted David by questioning who he was and his authority to even approach him. 
This so angered and enraged David that he took about 400 men with him to punish Nabal and his household and to forcibly take from Nabal what he wanted. Abigail learned about Nabal's foolish reply to David from one of the servants. You can look at verses 14 to 17, which states, One of the servants told Nabal's wife, Abigail, David sent messengers from the desert to give our master his greetings, but he hurled insults at them. Yet these men were very good to us. They did not mistreat us. And the whole time we were out in the fields, near them, nothing was missing. Night and day, they were a wall around us, all the time we were herding our sheep near them. Now think it over and see what you can do because disaster is hanging over our master and his whole household. He is such a wicked man that no one can talk to him. You can read the rest of the story for yourself to get more of the details, but I just want to glean a little bit of wisdom and insight from Abigail's response to what the servant just told her. Now, though she was married to a fool, she maintained her personal character and remained approachable even by the servants. This servant wasn't afraid to approach her and tell her what had happened with her husband and David and even called her husband a scoundrel or wicked man. And despite her wealth, she was humble enough to listen to them. And though she was beautiful, we're going to see how she's not too proud to kneel down in the dirt on the ground to plead with David in regards to her household. She was also a generous woman who was horrified by her husband's meanness, and she hastened to make up for it by providing a large quantity of food to David and his men. And she must have been a hard worker and organized to be able to even do this so quickly. She did not stand around fussing and fuming over her husband's actions. She did not approach him and get into a verbal conflict with him. She knew that this was not the right time to even speak to her unreasonable husband. Also, she wasn't paralyzed with fear and worry either. To counteract Nabal's hostility toward David and to avoid disaster, Abigail gathered an abundance of food to compensate David and his men. She recognized the likely consequences of her husband's behavior and she sprang in action to prevent the danger that now threatened her entire household. By faith, she took action and she trusted that God was ordering her steps. You know, there are going to be some times when events happen that you do not have time to plan what needs to be done next. You may need to spring right into action, praying along the way, seeking God's advice, guidance, and provision. Abigail intercepted David as he was coming down the mountain in the direction of her household to destroy them. She dismounted from her donkey and she bowed down before him. She addressed him as my Lord, not simply to flatter him now, but also because she recognized the grace of God in his life. 
Please note, my sisters, despite being a strong and competent woman, she knew how to submit. Humility and submission does not show weakness. It shows strength. You may say, well, why is she submitting to David, but not submit to her husband by informing him first what she was doing? Her example shows that women are indeed to submit to their own husbands and all things as unto the Lord. But when submission will harm the family, a wife may have to take some steps for the sake of everyone else in the family, including her unreasonable husband. If it were not for the intervention of Abigail, Nabal and the entire household would have been slain by David. Now, you may have an unbelieving husband who will not even read the Bible or go to church with you or your children. And you may have to do so, but be careful to keep a respectful attitude toward him and especially in front of the children. You may have a husband with a sin problem of gambling away all the funds that were supposed to be to pay the bills. A husband may be caught up in drugs, pornography, or a number of things that may cause for you to get help for your family. Don't be ashamed. Do not suffer silently. Get the help that you and your family need. The words that came from Abigail's mouth were filled with wisdom, not gossip. She basically spoke with certainty, almost prophetically, about David's future reign as king and how he should not let this present anger lead him to sin. She told him how he should let God avenge him against his enemies. And David gratefully acknowledged the wisdom of her words that had stopped him from murdering her household. Then he accepted her gift and told her that she could go home in peace. Abigail's intercession had saved her own life, the life of her husband, and the lives of her family and servants. And it also saved David from committing a sin. Life and death are in the power of our tongues. If you were to take inventory each day of your speech, would you say that you spewed forth more life than death to those who come in contact with you? Try to be attentive as to whether you are building up people or whether you are tearing them down. On returning to her home, she found her husband having a feast. He was drunk and totally unaware of the tragedy that he so narrowly escaped. She knew that it was useless to try to talk to him and tell him what had happened. So she waited until the next morning when he was sober and revealed to him what had taken place. Now, when he learned of the danger that he had been in, the shock of the news led to what seems to be a stroke or a heart attack. And about 10 days later, he died. God had indeed avenged David without his having to do anything. Just as Abigail advised David, we must learn to let God fight our battles rather than taking matters into our own hands. If God doesn't seem to act while an enemy is attacking us, it might be because their sin hasn't really reached its full measure. Do you think this incident with David was the first Abigail had to face with her husband? I don't think so. Not only did she acknowledge him as a fool in his decision-making, 
the servants confirmed his character as they observed that he acted foolishly as well. So he was probably acting foolish for quite some time. Are you in a rush to see God act? Would you have patiently waited until the next morning to tell your husband of the danger he had placed you and the family in? God is long-suffering and patient, and there will be times when we must be too. After Nabal's death and obviously struck by the beauty and character of Abigail, David proposed marriage to Abigail, and she accepted Life has so many uncertainties for us, and we must be women of faith who trust God with each aspect of our lives, our personal life, our husbands, our families must be seen in light of God's mercy and grace. You know, God really does have the authority and all-knowing power to intervene in our lives and bring about good, just as he did for Abigail. The question is, will you trust him? Well, I hope so. Until next week, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.